Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Midweek War! We are here, it is Thursday night, and we are here to talk about the middle of the week of professional wrestling. I, of course, am Mad Mike, and with me, as always, is the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, Eamon Payton. How are you, sir? Yes, indeed. Very excited, once again, to be talking about midweek professional wrestling. Uh, starting things off hot. Uh, this week, yeah, we're we're coming out the shoot. Who, yep. who knows? We might even do this in chronological order. Possibly, that'd be fun. We haven't done that in a while. Um, but yeah, we're here to talk about Impact Wrestling, uh, for better or for worse. Kind of like a marriage, only a really, really abusive marriage. Um, Eamon, what would you? What would your one word for Impact be this week? Sigh, like like. The, the emotion of sighing, okay. or the act of sighing. Okay, fair, fair. Um, my one word this week is, oh, and that's because I figured something out, which I will get to. But, um, yeah. Eamon, what's your good for impact this week? Now, I did have a good this week. Excellent. And it's an honest to goodness good. And stay with me here, because it's not going to be what I think most people are going to expect as a good. Um. I really like the Al Snow promo. Here's the thing. <laughs> okay. okay. Here's the thing. Starting off hot. <laughs> I don't like... Yeah, okay. I don't necessarily like that they're doing an Al Snow great of a feud. You know, necessarily. But I, nine times out of ten, hate all TNA promos and the way people deliver TNA promos. They're really either scripted or just super, like... Just you know, unenthusiastic with the materials, and and you know, but I thought Al did a good job cutting the actual promo, and I really got a sense of an emotional range from him at least. I, and I and I mean that honestly. I don't love Al Snow's wrestling. I'm not excited necessarily for this Al Snow feud, but I was I watched that promo and I was like, oh, this is really good. Like this sounds different than everyone else's promos in TNA, which are, for the most part, all awful. <laughs> okay, well, the Al Snow thing was actually what I figured out, which I will get to. Okay. Um, my, my good for this week is... Uh, you know, I had one. I, You know, I'll say the Knockouts Division. Oh, really? No, no, no. Hear me uh... out. Hear me out. I like the fact that we are going to see a knockouts ladder match. That simple fact of it. The fact that it's control for some kind of leadership of the knockouts is ridiculous. Yeah, no, it makes no sense. No, it's it's completely ridiculous. It makes no sense at all. Um, why should the leader of the knockouts be more important than the champion of the knockouts? And that, that whole segment was a, was a mess, was a fucking disaster yeah but i do like that they are getting some kind of cool gimmick match and there is a story here we may not like the story but there is a story and i will give credit where credit's due i i won't that's fine i thought um, it was really terrible because uh, also here is anyone gonna win this other than like do we honestly honestly believe anyone's gonna win this other than maria Oh, Velvet Sky is totally going to win. 
I can't wait till the leader of the knockout, Marty Bell, happens. Like, no, like, <laughs> like that's not gonna happen. Like, uh, there's no like leader of the knockouts. Like, for yeah. somebody who ha- hasn't done a lot of wrestling, like, it's clearly for Maria. Like, so I don't know the ladder match. Yeah, that's cool, but like, there's no compelling nature of it because we all we know who's gonna win. Like. Uh, full full disclosure, I didn't really like this particular episode of Impact, so I was stretching for goods. That's fair. I was stretching. Um, so, so Eamon, um, I'll jump ahead because you've already mentioned what my bad is. Mm-hmm. My bad is the Al Snow segment. Um, nothing to do with Al Snow. For what he has given, like you said, it was a very good, very impassioned yeah. promo. I finally figured out what this gimmick is. And you can tell me if I'm wrong or if I have it completely off. I think this is TNA's take, their hot takes on the Bill DeMott scenario in NXT. How Bill DeMott was being abusive to a lot of younger guys. And I, I think... That's what this is, and quite frankly, I think that's disgusting. I I think there's obviously there there is elements of that that can definitely be argued. Um, you mean the fact that it's a tough enough trainer? Nah. And the fact that oh, guess what? Grado has already defeated Al Snow. Yeah. So the feud does not make sense, and I think this is just their literal interpretation. Of what happened with Bill DeMott. But here's the thing. Why would they... Like, I don't know if TNA has, like, a reason to do that kind of a story. Like, they don't have, like, a... Like, if they're if they're doing it to be like, oh, we're going to do a Bill DeMott storyline, why? Like, there's no reason to do it. Well, that's like, an excellent question. I, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, there, there's nothing compelling them even from a vengeful, like, side of, to do this kind of storyline. So, for, for that reason, at least. Um, so, yeah, I think there's elements of it, but, like... I don't know. I, I still would argue that I, based on Al's promo and some of the content, like I love the idea of a veteran who's been doing it since however long, getting upset with a new generation. Because guess what, guys? That that's that's a thing. Like that's a you know, Al's sh- sentiments are shared by a lot of people who have been around the business as long as he has. Like, but but wrestlers, not backstage agents and people who have retired. I'd, I'd, I'd argue I'd argue that to some degree, though. I, I think there is a level of, you know... But you know, be, guys... you know who would be better to do this? Eric Young. On his way out. Yeah, but he hasn't... He's, and, and I'm not saying Austin has achieved more, but he still isn't considered... Like, he's only done stuff in TNA. Like, he's only been... Th- like, if he... If he like ten years on the line when he gets a WWE one, which we can only assume. Um, yeah, sure, but you know, I, I there's an aspect of paying your dues that people from Al Snow's era believe in, as opposed to Eric Young's era. Yeah, you know, I, I guess I, I don't know. It just it reeks of something that should not be used in an angle. At least not by an agent. By, like, an actual wrestler in the company? Sure. Go nuts. But 
the fact that they literally take basically the TNA equivalent of Bill DeMott, like, and just have him beat up a bunch of rookies. And you know what? This isn't even the right time to do this. Grado had just had a hard-fought ladder match to get his contract back. Yeah, in fairness, this would have been a better storyline to do a year ago when they already had the Grado House Now match. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Like, I like the, it's one of those things where I like the concept of the story. Obviously, execution, we don't know. You know. But, I yeah, I think there's a level of execution that could be changed, stuff like that. But as far as the content, I don't know. I don't... I don't think it's a bad thing necessarily to do, even if it's like, even if they are kind of ripping on the build them up, then yeah, it's weird. But like, there's a mentality that I think is something that could, I can see the mentality of being like, let's do this storyline because it could get Grado, you know, from this comedy character to being someone that could be actually taken seriously. But you know what? They already did that. I don't think they match because you know me. I hate Grado. I hated Grado. I don't care what you said, what Matt said. All you guys tried to convince me he was awesome. And I'm like, I don't care. He He's not for me. And then he had that ladder match. And I'm like, okay, he's ditching the comedy shit. Yeah, but he just went back to the comedy. Like, he didn't completely ditch it. Like He did in that match. And he was going to have a celebration. And a celebration is normal. Any character does celebrations. I don't John know. Cena I don't has know. fucking celebrations. I, I think there. I, I all I'm saying is I can see the men, I can actually see the mentality of what they of of doing a storyline like that to oh, give so, to give Grado's character at least some depth. So can you know? I, but they're essentially using quotes that Bill DeMott said after he was released. I okay. They um, are. But uh, all right, all right. So what was, what was your bad this week? <laughs> My bad for this what, week. Was it the knockouts? Please tell, uh, please tell me your good is my bad and my bad is your good. No, uh, it, it's a, uh, in fairness, it was a bad segment. But uh, my bad for this week is actually a bad for like a completely random kind of reason, I guess. It was the four-way tag. Um, and I've mentioned this before on a past episode of the movie before. Uh, TNA's terrible nicknames. Literally, there are eight different awful nicknames that were being said in this match. <laughs> well, we'll run them down for us, Amen. Just, just break it down. Uh, uh, well, of course, Bram has, like, three. Like, he's the Chesterfield Plague, which, mm-hmm. what the fuck does that mean? He's I, also thought like, you, I thought he was the Chesterfield Nightmare. No, he's the Human Nightmare. Oh, excuse me. Well, that makes sense. I mean, if you look at his criminal record, he's a nightmare for humans. In fairness, yeah. Uh, also, his tag... Also, his uh, tag team with Eric Young is being called uh, the Treacherous Terror Twins, mm-hmm. which they're not twins. Nope. And they only said that because of alliteration. Yes. Uh, and then we got two names also for um, uh, uh, Decay, which I know you mentioned one on Twitter. Uh, they're calling them the Suicide Squad. Yep, can't do that. Which doesn't make any sense. Nope, doesn't make sense at all. A... Even if you were referencing that Crazy Steve kind of looks like the Joker, guess what? The Joker is not in the Suicide Squad. <laughs> the Joker is who the Suicide Squad is trying to prevent. <laughs> but all, like, also keep in mind, it also counteracts the second nickname they gave them, which are the Death Dealers. So yeah. they're dealing hey, death. To be fair, <laughs> if you're a squad known for suicide, you are dealing death. 
but to yourself. Just to yourself. Like, I don't mind the nickname the Death Dealers. I don't mind that. I don't like it because it was literally Josh Matthews sitting down and being like, okay, death kind of symbolizes decay. What's a word that's alliterated like that? Mm-hmm. See, it works for Matt Stryker. It doesn't work for Josh. Yeah, it's... Because mm. Matt Stryker had a few of them on Lucha, too. He had, he had a few. I didn't write him down, but he had a few. But I don't, I, I don't know. Matt Stryker doesn't... Matt Stryker will say them on he Lucha. He trust. But also, Josh Matthews only says nicknames. Like, he spends a majority of the match just calling dudes nicknames. Instead of calling wrestling moves or psychology or anything. It's literally just like, this is this person's nickname that I've come up with. <laughs> uh, so basically, you're bad as Josh. It, pretty much. Yeah, I don't blame you. Oh, and, 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 and so glad that we got Pope back this week. Oh, oh boy. That was going to be my change. My, my change. My, I'm just going to jump to it. My yeah. change. Get rid of the Pope. Get rid of him. Jeremy Borash, Al Snow, Moppy. I don't care who you put with Josh Matthews. I do not care. As long as it is not D'Angelo De Niro. Can I also say that my favorite, like, like, okay, the nicknames were terrible. Josh Matthews also, like, tr- like during the X Division uh, match, like him just being like, DJZ is, you know, been working hard. He's been taking some Lucha Libre classes. Well, what no, that's... That- no, what no, that's a real thing. That is a real thing. Uh, fr- friend of the show, DJZ, bah, 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 bah. if you follow him on Instagram, he posts a bunch of videos of him taking Lucha Libre classes. It's not a joke. I'm serious. Uh, well, serious. And if, he, just... if he had said, if you look at DJZ's Instagram, he's posting videos of it, that would make more sense. Yeah, it just sounded, it sounded like the vaguest thing possible. Yeah, it sounded like he was making it up. Like Lucha Libre classes, like he, yeah. like there's a Lucha Libre university. Like what the fuck? Like to be fair, in the world of Lucha, there probably is. Well, Let, okay. let's be honest. But like, LU Lucha <laughs> Lucha University. You, Jesus God damn it! I want that now. That's a Joseph. Stop. Joseph, I don't think you listen to this one. If you do, Lucha University, make it happen. I will be a professor. My I will be professor of headlocks. Mm. Um, also, uh, one last thing, uh, if you want to play a nice drinking game for this episode, drink every time someone says bitch (laughs) and drink every time they say shit's Creek. (laughs) They just like saying it because they're pretending they're cursing. They're like 13 year olds. Yeah. It's like, if, but here's the thing. If you don't say it within the context of the show that you're promoting, shouldn't it be bleeped? In theory, yes, but I think, I think because they say "creek" after it, like unless they say "you're up shit's creek without a paddle," but they basically did say that at one point. But did it lead to an ad? They said it like they said it like Trevor Lee's up shit's creek or something. And then Josh was probably like, "And you could be up shit's creek if you no. go to pop TV." Oh, no, he didn't. Say, okay. they, they literally just found a way to keep saying it. All right. Well, to be fair, that that implies that censors are actually watching the show. Who no, knows? No one's watching the show. No one except us. Yeah. And maybe one or two other podcasts just doing it for journalistic integrity. Also, the only the only other thing I quoted from the show in my notes was the quote, uh, "Crazy bitch jeans." <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Because, God, I also love that, like, a, a six-month-old kid is, is having his uncle call his mother a bitch right in front of him, in front of 100 people. That's really great stuff. I like how you're overestimating the TNA has 100 people there. Mm. Um, so, Amy, what would be your change this week? You didn't, I, I, I jumped right to mine. So. Um, the knockout segment. Would you, that also it, include Billy Corgan's wardrobe? Here's the thing. Yeah, well, uh, um, <laughs> you could have, you didn't need seven knockouts coming out, I felt. I feel you could have had Maria, um, Gail, and Jade. Mm-hmm. Have them talk more, particularly have Jade talk more because she's the your new fucking champion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just announce that you're doing a ladder match, and just but, but if it's for the leadership of the knockouts, yeah, you're going to put your whole knockouts roster in it. That's implied. You know what I mean? Like you didn't have to have Marty Bell doing dropping their stupid catchphrase and uh, Velvet Sky and Madison Rain coming out and stuff like. They haven't done like what? What have Velvet and Madison done like in the last like month? Like, yeah, they really haven't. Um, I, I can, can we talk about Billy Corgan, or yeah. I guess as he prefers to be called now, William? What? Okay, did, did, did you catch that? They kept saying that. Was that a promo I missed? Like, was that like I? I assume it's because Billy Corgan doesn't want his recognizable name near the product. But they put, like, Maria, like, talked about how he was a big, like, musician and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, He's trying to become an on-air personality and just stop. For all of us. For all of us, this is not this is not tonight tonight era anymore. You you just go away, yeah, just go away. You're you're being worse than Dixie was at her low points at this point, because at least Dixie was funny, unintentionally. Yeah, you just can't dress yourself. <laughs> he looks like he went, like his mother took him suit shopping, and he found one, but. They still have to bring it to the tailors for mm. it to fit properly, but his mom was like, "Oh, just go wear it anyway, William. You'll be lovely." Like that's that's what I saw. I love that. I love that. That's really Corbett's mom. That sounds exactly like what you would probably sound like. Yeah, of course, naturally. Um. Oh, and did you get to your change? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. My uh, yeah. I said my change first. Another thing about this week's impact that I wanted to mention: the main event made no fucking sense to me. Nope. None at all. The the story was that there was a tag match where the winner, the winning Hardy, got to pick the stipulation for their match next week. Mm-hmm. Where Matt wanted an I quit match. Yep. But Jeff wanted Full Metal Mayhem. Uh huh. Mayhem. 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 Um, it's basically the same match. Uh, with them, it is. Ordinarily, like I understand. Max like, rationale. Like, like you can achieve all the like spots and all the stuff you want to do in either match. It's just the finish is different. Well, I mean, even in Full Metal Mayhem, it's really not because there's nothing to hang. It's going to be pin or submission. Like, well, the, yeah, but the, it's just so stupid. Like, 
Why would Jeff be like? Why would Jeff, as his rationale, be like Matt wants an I quit match? You know what? I'm gonna give you. I I'm not gonna. I don't want an I quit match. I want a full metal mayhem match. That's not upping the ante. And technically, like Matt would be more likely to say I quit than Jeff. Right. Like Jeff should be fine with that match choice. Like that's almost a cowardly thing from Jeff Hardy. But now I have a question. Do you think that match will be for the Hardy name? I guess. I don't know. They're very vague about this whole thing, but like is I, that is that how we get Willow back, even though they seemingly have dropped it? Well, they've dropped it and but like Jeff Hardy came out with a Willow t shirt. Yeah, and Matt Hardy mentioned Willow. I don't know. Um Oh, and there's one other thing about the knockouts. Um did you ma- did you catch what Pope said about who he would compare Jade to? Was he? Oh, he said Yokim. Yeah. Well, because I I I don't think he meant it in that way. I, I think, think I think he did. I think he only could think of Yokim. I I because literally that way. What other knockout is there? I I I want to. Here's the thing. I want to believe Pope's a racist too, but. <laughs> I would, you know, I want to believe that just like the next one. But I literally, like, looking at the knockouts division, there's Gail Kim and there's no one else. I want to believe he's a racist, too. I do. I want to believe oh he's a God. racist. But, Amen, that is the quote of the episode, sir. Um, but, yeah. And then, but that's, and then Josh is like... I, but then Josh like, was implying that he was being racist. And, but Josh, like, I think I I find her more like uh, a Ronda Rousey MMA fighter. Oh yeah, Josh, like the not, not like the other Ronda Rousey. Like we know who you're fucking talking about. Oh, because she does kicks. Cool. Like fucking they they've they've done a I think they've done a terrible job just in a week of making Jade seem important. Mm-hmm. She's uh, she's coming still coming out to the dollhouse thing. But they, Billy Corgan paid a lot of money to get to allow Hole to use that song. But you got two other members of the Dollhouse. Yes, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't and know. To be fair, Rebel is the only one that should be coming out to that. But like, hey, Marty Bell should have different music. Well, I, I think they should all be different. But then again, no one's different, and everyone's the same. And the segment was just everyone being like, "You're a bitch." And like, and and the uh, was it the Velvet guy like really loves like laying out that doghouse line like yeah that's really empowering to your women's division like I don't know uh, but um one one last thing I want to mention I'm pretty sure and this is just my speculation that when TNA as a company closes up. Uh-huh. EC3 will still have never been pinned or submitted. Oh, how? Oh, that's the other thing. Um, that would have, that's another thing that I could have put as my bad. How stupid was that finish? Yep. I mean, if you don't want to put Bennett over yet, don't have the fucking match. Or have a tag match where EC3's team loses. Or have something that makes Bennett look... Like, have Bennett get DQ'd. Yeah. EC3 just beating the shit out of Bennett with a chair doesn't do anything for Bennett. 
Like, sorry. Like, and they're like, oh, Bennett tried to cheat three different times, or EC3 had him beat three different times. One of the times was when Bennett got a rope break. Like, and he's like, oh, EC3 should have won there. Yeah, there was, like, he, there was but, like one and a half time where he But he didn't because he got a rope break. <laughs> and then Earl Hebner is just fucking awful. Yeah, Earl needs to go. He literally, like, spent five minutes trying to get a chair out of the ring. And then, like, EC3 touched him. <laughs> Excuse me. EC3, t- like, barely touched him. And then he, like, flipped over. And they're like, oh, he got hit in the head with a chair. And then didn't even play in the finish. Like, that was the most garbage finish. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it's getting pretty bad. All right, uh, Eamon, where... I'm, I can guess, but where did you rank it back this week? Four? Is that, is that, is that safe? Is that safe to say? Yeah, it's... I'd say so. There was a lot of good wrestling shows this week. This show came nowhere close. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna rank it number five. Um, I'm gonna say the Edge and Christian show that reeks of awesomeness was better than this. In fairness, they've been pretty good lately. They they have been. If, if you're not watching that show because it looked stupid, in watch fairness, it. In fairness, watch it. In fairness, the first episode was pretty stupid. But yes, the first episode not good. The rest since then have been actually pretty amazing. Because they don't give any fucks anymore. They do not. <laughs> what was the, did they say a line about AJ Styles having a job after Heat Slater on Raw or something? Yes. It was fantastic. I uh, that place. Yeah, because they were like, have him back by Monday. He needs to put over Heat Slater. <laughs> and of course, Bailey was on it. I'm always going to encourage people to watch things that Bailey is on. Yes. Um. All right, so did we miss anything from Impact? I mean, there was the exhibition bullshit, but I don't even but who really... cares. Oh, like... they also speaking of having five nicknames for for guys in that tag match. Gregory Helms is called five different things. He's called Gregory Shane Helms, then mm-hmm. just Shane Helms, then GS Helms, mm-hmm. uh, then Hura Helms, mm-hmm. and then like. <laughs> to be fair, this is Shane Helms' own fault. Because he had so many name changes in WWE, I'm pretty sure almost all of those are trademarked. Josh Matthews calling him G.S. Helms. What the fuck? Like, I don't know. I, I don't call know. him Gregory Shane Helmsley for fuck's sake. Might as well. Like, <laughs> uh. oh god. All right. So, Amen, where can the good people of the internet find you? You can find me not angry. Uh, on Twitter and able to please, and also uh, in the promotion that I work for, Inspire Pro Wrestling over at inspireprowrestling.com. All right, and you can find me at Mad Mike four eight eight three on the Twitter machine. Also, feel free to check out the Wrestling Mayhem Show proper on Tuesday nights, around about eight o'clock. We change times if you're you know popping in at nine and just saw Eamon and Sorg talking. Well, that's because we moved it up an hour a little bit. You know, Sorg has this thing about wanting to get to sleep early or something i don't know but we still talk about all the stuff in professional wrestling and beyond sometimes we give you gardening tips i'm not sure it depends on what we're into that day uh but yeah go wrestlingmamshow.com check out all the fun stuff there and uh for Eamon payton i'm mad mike and this has been your mid week War-